welcome to Disney Deciphered, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. On today's episode, we talk about our must-do rides for first-timers at Disney World, including thrill rides, family rides, and rides to get a feel for what Disney is all about. Find old episodes of the podcast at DisneyDeciphered.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you find podcasts, and we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a positive review. Shout out and thank you to Mahomes number 15 for your recent review. Congrats on the Super Bowl. Connect with us anytime, DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, at www.deciphered on Twitter, or on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. And if you're interested in bonus content and episodes, you can check us out on patreon.com slash DisneyDeciphered. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from As The Joe Flies. And I'm Leslie from Trips With Tykes. Welcome back to Disney Deciphered. So we're continuing our Disney Essentials series, getting back to the basics, making sure that we are helping people who are planning their first trips to Disney World. And so what we wanted to do today is talk about our can't-miss attractions for every park in Disney World. Essentially, the ones that you want to make sure are on your list so you get a good feel for that theme park. And so we've broken things down into four categories. We've each chosen a ride that captures the spirit of the park, a thrill ride, and a kid's ride for the park. And I've also thrown in an attraction or a show. Leslie didn't do that one because she hates those things. So that's right, right? I'm not misrepresenting you. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of overstating it a little bit, Joe. I do see Joe. Well, you know, <laughs> it's, it's for the ratings, Leslie. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, so for each park, we're going to suggest our best advice for those three types of attractions. But we also would love to hear your favorite attractions in these categories. You can connect with us anytime, DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com at www.deciphered on Twitter or on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered, because we recognize, you know, these things are pretty subjective and people are going to disagree. And so the more kind of conversation, the more information we have, just the better it's going to be and the better we can help people plan their trips. All right, before we get started, I just want to give a shout out and thank you to one of our newest patrons, Kate M. Thank you so much for subscribing. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to get bonus content, bonus episodes, bonus trip reports, you can check us out on patreon.com slash Disney Deciphered and join our growing community. All right, Leslie, what park do you want to start with uh, as we talk about can't miss attractions? Well, let's start at the very beginning. Let's start with Magic Kingdom, the original park. All right. We'll start by talking about a ride or attraction that best captures the spirit of the park. So what do you got, Leslie? What's your spirit of the park attraction for Magic Kingdom? I'm going super nostalgic. I am going with Peter Pan. I mean, after all, Tinkerbell is sort of the iconic, magical symbol of the Magic Kingdom. And Peter Pan for me is just a ride that I do every trip, whatever Disney park I'm in. I love the longer attraction that Disney World has compared to the one that I usually ride at Disneyland, which is not quite as long, but is equally magical. But yeah, that that's just such a such a great ride. The queue is fantastic. If you are stuck in the queue, it's a good good cue to be stuck in but the classic characters the movie is just something that kids and adults alike love deeply peter pan was definitely on my list and i was thinking about it you know it is one of my daughter's favorite rides one quick note do make sure you get a fast pass for Peter Pan. That's kind of something you got to get really 30 days out. Um, you can get it at 30 days out and ideally 60 days out just because the queue is nice, but you really don't want to get stuck in it. Try to avoid standing in the queue if you have to. If you are forced to do it standby, you know, you can do it later at night or during the fireworks or something like that and the lines will be shorter, but that queue moves really slowly. Yeah, totally agree. Don't don't try to end up in the queue. But if you do, it is there are some things to keep you entertained. All right, Joe, what about you? What's your spirit of the park pick? All right, so my spirit of the park pick 
Walt originally brought it to the World's Fair, and that is It's a Small World. I know that people have a lot of feelings about this attraction and that the music can drive people nuts. But really, when I think about Disney World, I think about the Magic Kingdom. I think about It's a Small World, the whole idea that everyone can enjoy and celebrate together, people of all ages, people of all cultures. That really encapsulates what Walt was looking to do with his theme parks. And I think that really captures the spirit of the Magic Kingdom. And for Small World, you don't have to worry about lines. Never ride it if the line looks like it's going to be more than 15 minutes because you should never wait longer than that. All right. So Thrill Rides, Magic Kingdom, what do you got? All right. For me, it's the old standby, Space Mountain. I mean, it's one of the best Disney roller coasters out there. It's super thrilling. It's another one that I really never miss. And there often can be overlays and things like that that make it different. I loved riding it this year at the uh, Halloween party because it was totally blacked out. That was super cool. Yeah. So Space Mountain is definitely a must do for me. Joe, what's your pick for Thrill Ride? So full disclosure, I picked a thrill ride that would continue to capture the spirit of the park. This is not my favorite thrill ride. That would be Splash Mountain at Magic Kingdom. But the thrill ride that I chose as the one that you can't miss is Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. It's definitely probably the least thrilling of the thrill rides at Magic Kingdom. But in terms of, you know, the animatronics, the story, the theming of the ride it is probably the ride that best captures what magic kingdom is all about so even though it's not my favorite thrill ride i think seven dwarfs mine train is the one that you can't miss all right joe well, let's move along to kids attractions which is something that i know you have a lot of experience with what's your pick for the best attraction with kids all right so i went to an old classic i know that it can be found at a lot of random theme parks and carnivals and your local fair around the world. But Mad Tea Party, I think, is a classic and it's great for kids. Essentially, what I think about is the look on my kids' faces when they're on Mad Tea Party, that kind of combination look of sheer thrills, sheer terror, and sheer joy all at the same time. That's what makes it my choice for kids' rides at Magic Kingdom. Just got to ride it when you're at Disney World. What about you, Leslie? I agree. And I kind of went with something in the same spirit for my pick. I went with Dumbo, which is another ride that I just love seeing my kids' faces on, especially when they were younger. And this was kind of a thrilling ride to them. And they've seen the movie quite a number of times. I also love that you know now that they've added the two different carousels, the wait is not so bad for this attraction. And then, of course, the play area as you wait. In fact, my kids didn't want to leave the play area to ride the ride because it was so much fun. So yeah, I think that's just one where really Disney gets it right in so many different ways, the queue, the ride itself for families. Definitely agree. And then finally, for the attraction or show for Magic Kingdom that you can't miss, this is my only kind of fireworks spectacular that I put on there. But happily ever after, hands down, the best fireworks show that uh, Disney World has to offer, in my opinion. I love it. It brings in all these Disney movies, and it's just a joy to watch. So if you get a chance, definitely check out Happily Ever After. All right, uh, let's move along chronologically. Let's move to Epcot. What ride do you have best capturing the spirit of Epcot? This is probably no surprise for those of you who listen regularly, but I am picking Spaceship Earth. I mean, the giant ball. It is the symbol of Epcot. And I love how throwbacky and dated the attraction is. I mean, it's probably why the lines for it aren't usually very long. Of course, this is getting an overhaul, so we don't know how throwbacky it will remain once the overhaul happens. But for me, yeah, that's that's the ride that just screams Epcot and screams all the weirdness and geekiness that you and I, of course, love about that park. What about you, Joe? What's your pick? 
Speaking of that weirdness and geekiness, people are definitely going to disagree with me on this one. But my ride that captures the spirit of Epcot is Living with the Land. And I guess I should clarify to say the spirit of what Epcot was when it was originally created. Really, it's just a slow boat ride of edutainment or really it's just education. It's just kind of like a nerdy boat ride talking about agriculture. And it's not thrilling to a lot of people, but I really like it. My son really was into it this last trip. So, you know, that was a positive, but I think it just really kind of captures what Epcot used to be about. I know that it's evolving and it's changing, but hopefully living with the land sticks around, you know, so we can still stay close to our roots of Epcot being a uh, educational park and also a park that looks forward to the future. You know, a lot of those farming technologies and living with the land are pretty cutting edge. That's very true, Joe. All right. So let's move on to thrill attraction. And, you know, we recognize that Epcot doesn't have a lot of attractions to offer. So I think people can pretty much guess where we're going to go. But Leslie, what did you go with? Yes. Until Guardians opens, my pick is Soarin'. I think that's just such a great ride. I mean, it's not super scary, but it is really thrilling. I mean, the the feeling of flight and seeing these amazing sights from all around the world. I mean, you and I, of course, love to travel more generally. So that always inspires a lot of travel thoughts in my mind when I get to ride, ride the ride. My son will go on it, which is a double bonus, <laughs> a thrill ride that my son will go on. But yeah, Soren is just great. All right, Joe, what do you got for us for thrill rides? Well, you only left me one. So Test Track it is. And Test Track is a lot of fun. It's pretty fun to be going at like 60 miles an hour outside with the wind blowing in your face with the convertible that I'll never buy. I don't know. Maybe I'll have a midlife crisis soon, but I currently cannot afford to buy. And, you know, it's fun to uh, design your car if you're into that nerdy stuff, too. Very true. All right. Well, let's move on to the kids. What's your pick for the best attraction for kids in Epcot? All right. So for kids, I have Frozen Ever After. Again, not a lot of stuff to choose from, but kids love Frozen. I love Frozen. Well, I love Frozen more now that Frozen 2 has come out. Um, And so, you know, it's a ride that unless your kids are my kids, who I still don't understand why they're totally freaked out by this ride, most kids will enjoy. Uh, You get the music from Frozen 1 and it's just a lot of fun. What about you, Leslie? So again, not so many things to choose from, but my pick is a sleeper hit, Grand Fiesta Tour, which is the boat ride in the Mexico Pavilion of World Showcase. I love that ride. I do it every time. I think it's just a great break. I mean, Epcot's a really big park. You have to do a lot of walking with your kids and it's a place where you can go inside, get some air conditioning, chill out. And it's it's like it's like small world, but then you add in the three caballeros. So that's a lot of fun. That addition, I think, made it more of a kid's ride than it used to be years ago. But yeah, my kids always, always enjoy that. And the Mexico Pavilion just is, has a great vibe for, for kids as well. There's a, a spot there, a kid caught spot there where they can do some uh, activities as well. Yeah. Just do all the boat rides at Epcot pretty much. That's what we're saying. Yep, exactly. And finally, uh, for, you know, attraction or show at Epcot, I would just say, you know, wander around the world showcase. There's a lot of kind of street atmosphere entertainment that happens, whether it be jugglers in Italy Taiko drums in Japan, although they cut that back. You know, you could wander into the American Pavilion and catch Voices of Liberty. There's a lot of great entertainment to see. So just wander around World Showcase and check that out. All right, before we move on to our next park, we just want to give a quick shout out and thank you to our sponsor, Orlando Stroller Rentals. I rented from them on my last trip and it was really convenient to just pick up the stroller at the airport, drop it off on my way back. I didn't have to deal with packing a stroller or worrying about it on the plane or anything like that. I just picked it up when it got into town. They are Disney Deciphered's recommended stroller rental company. They offer great models. They have the City Minis or the City Mini GTs, which are super convenient and easy to use. They're easy to push. They're pretty sturdy, so you don't have to worry about that. And they're also super easy 
easy to break down when you're getting on or off the Disney buses. You can receive 10% back on a stroller rental when you rent through Orlando Stroller Rentals by replying to your confirmation email saying that you heard about them from Disney Deciphered. And if you do so, please let us know. Thanks. All right, so let's move on. Next park in Disney World that was created was Hollywood Studios. And this is the park that has had the most change recently. So I'm curious as to what you think. So what is the ride that you think captures the spirit of Hollywood Studios Park? This was hard because the spirit is kind of disjointed right now at Hollywood Studios. I mean, I, of course, grew up going to it at MGM Studios and it was very, you know, old Hollywood and that kind of thing. So there. I, I think our picks will be probably in different in different spirits, but I went with Slinky Dog Dash, and I think one of the the spirits of Disney Hollywood Studios is very Pixar. I mean, that's just kind of the way the park uh, is celebrating the newer elements of that Disney company, and I think the ride is just such a fun and whimsical ride. And it just sort of captures that wacky and whimsical spirit of Hollywood. So that's a ride that is a must do for me. And of course, it's, you know, kind of a great starter thrill attraction. It's one that a lot of families can do together, although not yet mine, because my son won't ride it. (laughs) Alas, alas. Yeah, so I kind of went with the old spirit of Hollywood Studios. And to me, old MGM Studios, it was kind of like about being on like an active film set. And at the time, it was. And to me, the attraction that kind of best captures the feeling of being in a movie is Rise of the Resistance. Of course, it's by far the hardest attraction to get on right now, but nothing at Hollywood Studios makes me feel like I've been transported either to a movie set or even beyond into a different universe than Rise of the Resistance. So that's my pick for Spirit of the Park of Hollywood Studios. You know, it is supposed to be a movie studio and Rise of the Resistance makes me feel like I'm in a movie. Yeah, great pick. And of course, the caveat we have to add here is that Hollywood Studios is going to get a new attraction very, very soon. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And we might feel differently once that ride opens. I mean, that may be the central unifying theme of Hollywood Studios at some point is that sort of a feature. So we'll have to see. All right, well, let's move on to thrill rides. What's your pick for the can't miss thrill ride in Hollywood Studios? All right. So kind of sticking with the old school Hollywood studios being transported to a different era or movie theme. I went with Tower of Terror. Again, not my favorite thrill ride in the park. However, you know, I think the theming and the feeling you get when you're on that ride still is completely top notch. You know, the thrills that you get combined with feeling like you're transported into a different place make Tower of Terror my pick for thrill ride that you can't miss at Hollywood Studios. What about you, Leslie? Well, yeah, I think we've picked most of the throw at this point, but um, my pick is Rock and Roller Coaster. That's one that I always enjoy doing. It's Disney's best coaster, I'd say, um, at least until the uh, maybe maybe Tron or Guardians of the Galaxy opens up. Love the loop. I love the loud vibe, you know, the kind of crazy rock star vibe. I'm a little worried that it may not survive, that it may get like a different overlay at some point in time. And, you know, maybe Disney will come up with something super awesome. But I love the throwback to like 90s Aerosmith too. Zootopia, rock and roller coaster. Oh, no. I don't know if that'd work, but I'm sure that if they can tie an IP in, I'm sure they'll come up with something. That's right. That's right. All right. So let's move on to kids attraction. What do you have? All right. My pick is Toy Story Mania. That is a ride that my kids love to do. I mean, of course you have the beloved characters all mixed in and the Mr. Potato Head in the queue. And then you get to play a competitive game against your family members. You know, nothing says family togetherness, like trying to beat one another. It's just a great ride. And, you know, the, the physical movement is great. And then the interactivity for me is great. What about you, Joe? 
Yeah, definitely love Toy Story Mania. My son was uh, beating my daughter and she thought that I was helping him cheat and I didn't have the heart to tell her the truth. But moving on from that aside, what I chose was Alien Swirling Saucers. This is a very personal pick, not because I personally love it, but because my kids love this attraction. It's a ride that you can get on with relatively short line, especially compared to Toy Story Mania. And as I spoke about in my trip report, my son wrote it seven times and still was not sick of it and still talks about it here at home. He's four in case you don't know that. But how could I not choose that as the best kids ride in Hollywood Studios, even if it might not be the best kids ride for adults to ride? You totally have Stockholm Syndrome when it comes to Aliens World. Like saucers, right? What can I say? Yes. Yes. I have no I have no defense. That's right. All right. And then for attraction or show at Hollywood Studios, I would say, especially if you have kids, check out Jedi Training Academy. If your kids are brave enough to join that, I think it's just like a lot of great fun for them to, you know, fight Kylo Ren or Darth Vader. My kids are personally too scared to do that. But again, you're being transported into the movies. That's a lot of fun to do. But really, all the shows in Hollywood Studios are good to do. Indiana Jones kind of has that old school feel as well. Uh, the Stunt Spectacular, the Beauty and the Beast and Frozen shows are good if, for the people who like the music from those films. So, you know, you can't really go wrong. Hollywood Studios used to be as of two years ago, just shows. So there's a lot of shows and attractions to see. All right, so let's move on to Animal Kingdom, finish things up. What is your attraction that captures the spirit of Animal Kingdom Park, Leslie? Well, I think we're going to have the same pick here because there's really only one pick, and that is the Kilimanjaro Safaris. The mission of Animal Kingdom is conservation and wildlife, and that's what you get to see on the safari, and that is what the park was built around. So am I right? Yeah, for sure. I couldn't think of another thing that better captures the spirit of Animal Kingdom. I guess the only other thing would be to like stand in front of the Tree of Life during Tree of Life Awakenings and just watch that thing light up. But other than that, Kilimanjaro Safaris, ride that twice to uh, capture the spirit of Animal Kingdom Park because it's worth um, every minute that you spend on there. All right, so let's move on to thrill attractions. What do you have? All right. Well, I know what you're going to pick for this one. So I picked something different just to to mix it up. But I love Expedition Everest at Animal Kingdom. It is a great, great coaster. And since Pandora has opened up, hasn't always had a very long line. Everybody's spending all their time over in Pandora and kind of forgetting to go all the way to the back of the park to ride Everest. I mean, it's entirely possible, especially in the mornings, to just ride it again and again and again. And I did do that on my last trip. But yeah, it's a great, great coaster. I mean, even though They've never quite got the the Yeti to work, right? I never saw the Yeti work, so I don't know what I'm missing, but I hear it was amazing. All right, Joe. Well, what's your pick for Thrill Ride? I think I know. Uh, Well, of course, it has to be Pandora's Avatar Flight of Passage or whatever the technical term is. It's Flight of Passage. It is the best thrill attraction in Animal Kingdom and probably the best thrill attraction in Disney World. I prefer Rise of the Resistance overall, but I wouldn't call it a thrill attraction. As far as thrill attractions go, you won't feel more exhilarated, you won't have more fun, and you won't be hooting and hollering as much as you would on Pandora's Flight of Passage. And even though you have no connection to Avatar, unless you're one of the 10 people in the world who completely loves that franchise, you're still going to have a connection to that ride. And so that is my number one thrill attraction. Yeah, that is a can't miss and get your fast passes early and often. Definitely. All right. So kids attraction, what do you got? This was a tough one. Yeah, there's not a lot. I mean, of course, there's like Triceratops spin, but it's kind of terrible. So I actually went with Navi River Journey because again, slow boat ride, always good, especially with babies, toddlers, younger kids. And I do think 
the animatronic character in that ride is just a sight to behold. It's something that you really have to see. Disney's really outdid itself. And that has like upped the game for every animatronic that has come since. Like, for example, now we have Hondo Anaka and Smuggler's Run. So yeah, that's a must do for me. You know, when I can get a, a fast pass or when I can rope drop it, because I mean, gosh, I've, I've stood in line for more than 60 minutes for that ride. And that's too long. Uh, yeah, for sure. And my kids love that ride. So, you know, I have to make sure to like reserve a fast pass for that. Or, you know, it's pretty easy to fast pass refresh and get on the day of episode 39. If uh, you need to know how to do that. I kind of cheated to pick my kids attraction and said the Finding Nemo musical. But really, I think I'll just insert here. In terms of shows and attractions, both the Finding Nemo musical and the Festival of the Lion King are really great entertainment for kids. Finding Nemo obviously wasn't a musical, so they wrote music for it, which is pretty catchy. And then the Festival of the Lion King, of course, has the iconic Lion King music. And the puppets in Finding Nemo and the dancing and acrobatics in Festival of the Lion King are both just a real sight to behold and great fun for kids and adults alike. Totally agree. Animal Kingdom is really not as much about the rides. It's about the the shows and the immersion and the experience. So take time to do that. Do as I say, not as I do, right? <laughs> when it comes to shows. You know, next time we go to Disney World, I'm going to sit you at a show and I just won't let you leave until you have Alien Swirling Saucers, Stockholm Syndrome, and you decide that you like Disney shows. That's what Fair. we're going to have to do, Leslie. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm game. All right. So let's uh, end with a Disney do or don't. Leslie, what do you got for us? Okay, my Disney do is for all of you out there planning Disney World vacations to consider what the must-do attractions are for your family and preferably do this early, well in advance of that 60-day fast pass booking window so that you can get fast passes for things that matter for you most. I mean, we've given you a good overview of the thrill rides that maybe people with teens are going to want to do or the kids' rides if you've got babies and toddlers you're going to do. But definitely take a look at your family's preferences, especially involve your kids in the vacation planning and get those fast passes so that you can have a great vacation and check the must-do attractions off your own list. Great tip. All right, so I'm sure you agree with some of our picks, but maybe you disagree with a lot of our picks. So again, please let us know your thoughts. Hit us up on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. We will uh, post a post for this show so you can leave a comment there or email us DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at www.deciphered. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate all of you listening and hopefully we've helped you to better plan your Disney vacations. Other than that, Leslie, thanks for taking the time to talk to me and I'll see you at Alien Swirling Saucers. Stockholm Syndrome. Thanks, Joe. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style. All for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com.
Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.